0: welcome to the hashtag girl dad podcast this is my daughter amelia and i'm hoot we're so honored that you're joining us today we hope that we can offer you some sort of inspiration motivation or education or a little bit of comedic relief to help all the girls and dads out there and if you have any questions for us you can always send us an email to hashtag girl at gmail.com and we hope you enjoy today's episode this is our first ever episode of the hashtag girl dad podcast. this is my daughter Amelia hey <laughs> you, you have to say this is my dad uh, Hank, or that's
1: mom, my or. father
0: she's gonna ask me some questions and I'm gonna ask her some questions right that's what we talked about sure. and then uh, we'll just see where the conversation goes our hopes is that and I've asked her to do this before and she has said no She's sort of like me in that way where she says no a lot of times, but then later she says yes, like with gymnastics um, and with other things, you know, and I'm the same kind of way. I'll say no a lot of times first. But our hope is that we bring you some sort of inspiration, motivation, education, and hopefully some comedic relief uh, for all the girl dads out there.
1: He's not that funny.
0: For all the people that are listening out there, uh, hopefully this adds some value to your life and you don't go later. That is thirty minutes that I can never get back. And we're so glad you're joining us today. Can you see how we're very similar?
1: Well, they don't know you, so how are they supposed to know for well,
0: some? Usually people can are a good judge of character, they can tell within the first five minutes. Everyone's waiting for the first question.
1: Sorry, guys. Um Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey as being my father?
0: Great first question. Uh so the journey has been my first. It's been one of reflection and making mistakes and learning as I go. A lot of listening. And I just try and be a better version of myself every day. And I think one of the turning points, you probably agree to this, was during the pandemic. And, you know, your mom and I were together how long? For the first three and a half years? Three years, yeah. And then so we've been living about a mile apart. For the last about you know nine ten years, and we do a great job co-parenting. We've gotten better as parents uh, and co-parenting as we've gone along. So that's been a huge part of my journey, uh, along with her amazing mom, uh, is to you know listen to each other. We've made mistakes, and then we learn from the mistakes. And I can't tell you how important co-parenting is. So you know that's been a big part of the journey. And then as you've gotten older, especially since you started middle school, but I look at it a little bit like pre-pandemic and then after the pandemic sort of like your grandmother said today and so uh you I think your relationship uh and my relationship has gotten a lot stronger uh since you know the the pandemic we did a lot of projects during the pandemic I've probably done a better job being more attentive but I made a conscious decision and she knows this that negativity was no longer going to be a thing I would even sing songs about it
1: oh god during the pandemic. Please now
0: negativity will be. Yeah. More negativity world so and it was just about raising our, our individual and collective vibrations so I'm sure I'll answer that question again in a different way later uh, but it's been an amazing journey and I just can't wait to see what continues to transpire with you and uh, the most important thing in my life the light of my life the first question I have for you is what is your favorite thing about being my daughter about being a girl? Well, how do you say that? So, if I'm a girl dad, you're a dad-girl-daughter? How do you say that? No,
1: we're just not. No, that's not happening.
0: Go ahead. Um, My favorite
1: thing about being a girl is talking about boys to my other girlfriends.
0: Hello? What is happening right now? It's
1: so fun.
0: Well, can we talk about the younger years, like the Elmo thing where you look at your show? What I want to ask you was... Uh, with regards to school uh, because you and I have had some discussions about starting programs at school. Uh, There you have it folks, the gum just came out at um, uh, 653 was the first ever gum spitting So how was it, because your first year of middle school was last year, Uh and so what did you you learn most uh, from that experience that you just talked about that, you know, had its trials and tribulations, and it's definitely been challenging for her. You know, she's come home, and a lot of things have had to, you know, be addressed, and those of you that have had kids in middle school, you sort of understand this. And what are you looking forward to next year going into seventh grade? Is there anything that you want to start, like, fresh and, you know... uh, ASB. And tell everybody what ASB is for those. It's
1: student council. It's associated student body. It's like our student council thing for school. There's like commissioners, and if you're a commissioner, you're in charge of like your group, and your group switches every month. And so I'm a commissioner this year, and I'm really excited.
0: What do you see as a a sixth grader, rising seventh grader, as some of the biggest challenges that you think you can help uh, be a part of changing going into next year. Like we had talked...
1: SB or just school in
0: general? Well, like we had talked about the not eating lunch alone oh. program, which you've considered. And planted the seed with her about that, about uh, there's a national program where uh, a lot of schools have a program where kids don't eat alone. And so initially you pushed back, and then you started to maybe yes. think it was a good idea, and you even addressed it with your advisor. And that made don't me- say her name. Uh, don't say her name. No, I'm not going to say her name. And so that's something you're considering next year. So why why did you, why are you considering it now when you didn't initially?
1: Because um, improvement commissioner, that's my commissioner position, it's to improve the school, and that will probably improve the school. Because there's um, new elementary schools that are coming in this year to Lewis from, um, like, different places around San Diego. And they're, like, not as privileged as we are. So I feel like that
0: will improve our school kind of. I don't know. Well, and there's probably a lot of people that don't admit that they're going through it. Mm-hmm. And by just doing something that everybody does typically, which is eat lunch, it's not so overwhelming to say, hey, if you typically eat alone, come join our, you know, uh, club. And let's let's talk about it. You know, and, and maybe you'll make a friend that you didn't expect to. And even just talking about it right now, um, you know, it's something where, you know, my eyes are sort of welling up because I could just sense that there's people out there that, you know, are lonely. Even yeah. after a whole year of middle school, you, pro- you probably looking back on it, you may be like, wow, they ate lunch alone all the time. They, they probably said, I'm fine, but they probably would have loved to have eaten with somebody. Okay, so that's a great answer. Um, Let's go through another couple of questions here.
1: How has being a father, to me, changed your perspective on life?
0: Well, a lot of changes uh, happened, I think. You know I've been coaching women for – seven. this will be my 17th year. So that was a little bit – that shift happened. I coached men for 15 years, college basketball. So I've been coaching – I've been around women and girls for a while, uh, privately, in team sport. But, uh, you know, since I had you, and that was a big reason why, you know, I stayed on the girls and women's side was because of you. I wanted you to be around strong girls and strong women and and see that. But since uh, the pandemic started, you see my work in the equality space. You know, and you read things and you learn things growing up and you hear stories about people and on the news, and until I actually started having these incredible women who were – um, so impactful with title nine so that you had opportunities to even play sports basketball softball do gymnastics sports are gonna be there after you're done but there were some people a lot of people that were there before and so it, that being a girl dad has opened my eyes to how courageous these women and girls were that had to go through a lot more than what you have to go through for you it's easy to just show up if there were girls of color trying to play, you know, engage in gymnastics 30 years ago. They were ridiculed. They were called names. And so I became a little bit more aware of those types, a lot more aware of those types of things. And so I want to continue to help you put better tools in your toolbox so that you can continue to pay it forward and understand the history, whether it's gymnastics or anything else, that women had to fight to bridge this gap between men and women. And... Continue to just be your biggest supporter. Does that answer your question? Yes, sir. All right. No, so my question for you is, um, what is the one special memory or moment you've had with me that...
1: Oh, okay. I, okay. I got this. Okay. So was during the, it was during COVID and we we're playing. We love to play more games together. That's like our favorite There's thing a lot to lot do. So... Um we were playing Watch a Mouth. It's like this game <laughs> where you put like the this there. I'm sorry, go ahead. So we put like this mouth opener thingy in your mouth and you sound like this. And then um you they, you have cards and you have to read the cards off when your mouth is hot. Kind of it's really difficult. Person has
0: to guess what it
1: is. Yeah, another person has to guess what you're saying in a certain amount of time. And so, he was trying to say one of the words. And it was buffalo. And so, when you say buffalo, your your lips touch. And so, he, uh, he was talking like this. So, it was hard to say it. uh, uh, uh hello. So, um, when he was trying to say buffalo like that, the thing came out of his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and it bounced on the table. Oh, God, I remember that. It was so funny. That. And then... So, and then he put it back in his mouth after we stopped laughing. And then he did it again a second time when he was trying to say, like, raccoon pooper scooper or something. It was so funny. Yeah. That That was my favorite.
0: That's uh, definitely a great memory. We did a lot of things during the pandemic. We did this uh, pattern painted wall, accent wall in her room. I made a ping pong table. Uh, Did you say the pandemic brought us a little bit closer together? Mm -hmm. We did a lot more things together. Yeah. Um all right so one more let's do one more question
1: what advice would you give to other dads with children like girls
0: oh, wow well i think the most important thing that from my experience is to find that balance between listening and i don't know if i've always done a good job with that but to to find a good balance between listening and not allowing you to get away with stuff and to be solution oriented right cuz we always talk about that right like the if artist. you're not
1: a solu- if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem
0: right and so i've never been a dad before so you know maybe sometimes i there's a disconnect like i'm too hard i go too fast in that expectation instead of allowing you to sort of gently and massage that journey you know cuz eventually the seeds are been planted, right? Like, you know that that's my belief. And I'll just say, I'm not interested. We're not doing this. Or don't bring things into conversations that have nothing. Because if you want someone to be able to work a room eventually, not that I can work a room, but she's eventually going to be able to work a room, then you have to give them tools that are a little bit forward thinking. And so... For better, for worse, I've always had good intentions to not operate and from a manipulative standpoint, not out of fear, but to make her feel empowered. So be supportive. I've never screamed or yelled at any of her sporting events. Coached her. I was just as challenging with her as I was anyone else. My um, expect, and you know, she would try and say things or do things or get away with things, and I treated her just like any of the other kids with basketball. And some people don't believe in coaching their own kids. With younger kids, with basketball and stuff like that, I think it's different than if you're in high school or college. But to give them the tools to feel empowered, to be supportive, to keep quiet. I've not believed in a lot of the things that some of her coaches have done from softball uh, to maybe even myself when I was coaching her to gymnastics. But I pretty much, if I have a, a thoughtful question i will confront it in a professional way but for the most part i'm hands off when it comes to the other coaches because i know how it is to be a coach so hopefully i continue to make you feel empowered strong to make your own decisions and i've noticed recently she's talked to me more about things than she used to i don't know why that is maybe it's just we're evolving but you know uh i try and be a better version of myself every day And hopefully that's a good example to her and a lot of the things that I'm doing and how I help other girls, how I help other women, uh, how I treat her mom, um, you know, how I treat her aunts when they come into town. And so it all matters. And I know it's not always easy. People go through a lot of things, especially during breakups. But um, and I've made my share of mistakes, but you have to come correct and, and admit when you make mistakes. So hopefully she sees that as well. We're both very similar in that way. We're both defensive. We both uh, have knee-jerk reactions. Like I said, we both say no. But it's just about being a little bit more aware of who we are and learning from our mistakes learning from my mistakes in particular. Okay, so your last question. No is my favorite word. Okay, good. No means no, right? Okay, so my last question for you in that same vein. How have I – okay, you have a choice. You can either answer this one. How have I encouraged you to be more confident? Because we just talked about that. Uh, There's certain things that I've done to help you feel like you can be the best version of yourself without being afraid or thinking that someone's gonna yell at you or criticize you, those types of things, because those things usually are not really conducive to someone being the best versions of themselves, right? Uh, Or a funny story about me or any advice that uh, I've given you that you think is more important for other girls to hear that maybe they don't hear that a lot from their dads. Maybe they don't have a dad. Maybe their dads are busy. They're traveling. Uh, maybe they've never had a male coach. They've only had female coaches. So, which one uh, of those do you think?
1: I do funny story.
0: Okay, funny story. Okay. How about when you say, and when I ask you how your day is, and you say fine. And you
1: oh, okay, 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 okay. So he asked me how my day is, and I, I'm, I'm, so let's I'm like, let's role play.
0: Let's role play. Okay. How yeah. was your day? How wait, gymnastics or your day?
1: Gymnastics.
0: Oh, okay. So she gets in the car, usually about 15 minutes after it all ends, because she likes to hang out and <laughs> do stuff with her friends and talk to the other parents and stuff. And I just sit in the car and I just veg out on the death scroll. And so she'll get in the car and, you know, she wants to, so we have a rule now, she's not allowed to be on her phone going from school to home or gymnastics to or from, and the phone has to be down and disconnect. So okay. How was gymnastics, honey? It was good. Why was it good, honey?
1: Uh, because I did handstand, backhand springs on beam.
0: You did hand, back, hand, say it again.
1: Handstand?
0: Handstand.
1: Backhand spring.
0: Backhand spring.
1: On the beam. On
0: the beam. Now, was that on the low beam or the high Yes,
1: beam? the low beam. I was mm-hmm. On was
0: low beam. So, even with her friends, right, mm-hmm. I don't allow them to say, if I say, how was your day, and they say, good, I say, what, what, what do you mean? What does that mean? Yeah, they get
1: really annoyed by it.
0: But they answer now and now what? I don't
1: Not know. Me. Oh, they just do it from
0: like cuz
1: they know he does it all the time. So, they know he's gonna do it if they don't say like if they say good, then they know he's gonna ask, so they just say good because and are they blah, blah, right blah,
0: now blah. than they used to be. Yeah. Right. So, you have to stick to your guns and and what do you what is what do you th- why do you think I do that?
1: Because I don't know.
0: Well, why would I ask you a question about how things went or how your day was? To know. And why else? To care. Because I care, and I do care. I literally love hearing about people's day. And so that's something that I hope that they carry with them, a tool that goes in their toolbox, so that when they ask someone how they are, not only are they showing the other person that they care, but the other person knows now that that person is actually serving them. And servitude is really what's most important when you're a dad and so with that um, and let's give you the last example when you come home from school how's school honey it
1: was good
0: yeah why was it good
1: Because I got an A on my test
0: oh well but what'd you learn though the grades great the grade is great but what would you learn
1: I don't even know
0: no oh. but did you feel like you learned something Cause that's what education's all about right it's learning the yeah yeah Finding and good and dandy Alright, okay, any last... Okay, do you have... Let's do a rapid fire since that's... No, no, quite... no,
1: I have to answer my funny story. Oh, do you, do you remember? Yes. Okay, uh, okay, so I was like 11 months old. And... Do you
0: really remember this or was this something your mom told you?
1: Oh, it's the video.
0: Oh, the video. Right. Okay. Wait, is this in the garage, the dancing thing? No, oh. no, no,
1: no. Okay, so I was outside in the backyard of my mom's house. And I had elmo shirt on. And... My dad I don't actually know who's filming. But my dad was like he was like Where's Omo? Where's Omo? And I would go like this. There's Omo <laughs> <laughs> It
0: was the cutest thing ever. I got we gotta try. Does mommy have that video? Yes. Oh yeah, we should try and show that video because, because it was so we, funny. Her mom and I did not expect it whatsoever. She literally looked down. You had a melmo doll too, right? Yeah. But so it we was were, in the house it was in the house, and we didn't. But
1: my I had my shirt was Elmo, and so I was like, there's Elmo! She's not even a year
0: old, and she looks down at her shirt, and there's just a, like a pause.
1: There's Elmo. It was so funny. <laughs> okay, I'll ask
0: you one rapid-fire question, and then you, you can ask me one rapid-fire question. Only one? That's lame. Oh, no, if you think of another, you can, you can answer another one. Okay. Um, okay, so what has been your favorite part of the summer so far?
1: Last summer was the best summer literally ever because it was so long, and it was just like better. I don't know why. But this summer, my favorite thing was hanging out with Samara.
0: Nice. And Samara's one of your gymnastics buddies. Mm -hmm. That's your homegirl. Homegirl. Um, (laughs) Hey. Mm -mm -mm. No. No. Uh, Okay. So teach teach everybody one word that you think parents don't know that they might get educated on, like lit or. Mid, uh, lid is like something that's really like fire, like, and then mid is like mid level, like you're so mid. You shouldn't really say that to somebody, right? Because that's mean.
1: That yeah, is mean. You like
0: talking smack. Okay. Any other like words? Um, like that? Words. Yeah, like any lingo that you could teach the parents.
1: Um, I always go up to my friends and like, what's well, goody, gang? <laughs>
0: yeah. any, la- any last rapid fire questions for me? I thought this was a pretty good first episode, don't you? Yeah, I have a, you think we should go from here? Like, wait, I have my rapid-fire no, question. You, you, while you're thinking about that, where do you think we should... Do you like the way that we went about the back-and-forth or the asking each other a question at a time? Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah, I liked it, too.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. If you could have um, one... Dr- if you could have two dream cars... And you could drive them anywhere in the world. Where would you drive? And you could drive anywhere in the world because there's water. No, but it could turn into a a submarine.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know I want an RV. Is that considered a car? No. Why? Should be considered a car because the car has a chance to float if it gets into the water because no navigate the waves better. No. Okay. Well, Range Rover for sure. So submarine
1: Range Rover. Okay. Yeah. And where would you go to?
0: Uh, I would go to Ireland uh, or Scotland because I want to golf. Of course you want to golf.
1: You get one more car.
0: Huh? You get one more car. You sure I can't have an RV? No! So the second car would probably be... I've always wanted a big SUV, so like, I don't know, uh, an Expedition? I guess I'll say an Expedition. Gas Guzzler. where would you go with that car i would go to greece
1: greece
0: maybe portugal i actually want to go to portugal i heard portugal beautiful okay i'll ask you the same question two favorite cars okay
1: okay 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 i want a 2023 light gray toyota tacoma and i want to take it no i don't want your stupid car car (laughs) No, it's not. Anyways, I want a truck because... Your car so mid. (laughs) (laughs) Because I want to go off-roading with my mom.
0: Oh, okay, sweet.
1: I want four-wheeler.
0: Okay, and then what will be the second car?
1: Four-wheel drive, that's what I meant. Sorry. We all know what you meant. Four-wheel drive. And then, a the second car, I want it to be a white Jeep. Because I want i would pick up my i would pick up Samara and Presley and we would go to where do we go we'd go to we go to, we'd go to outer banks and we'd vibe in outer banks because
0: yeah nice well uh we'll probably have another episode before school starts right so we can talk about it and then as school goes uh on in seventh grade we'll talk about some of the things going on in seventh grade, maybe delve a little bit deeper into some of the things that might be able to help dads and other girls and show some of the leadership things that you're learning and applying and some of the mistakes you've made and just be as transparent as you feel like being and honest as you want to be so that people can, you know, see, you know, what you've learned and the mistakes you've made and, and, and likewise with me vice versa. Okay. Any
1: last parting words
0: For our first ever our first episode of Hashtag Girl Dad uh, with uh, Amelia. I call her jean because that's her middle name.
1: My middle name is not Gener. What's Well, it's Jean. <coughs> Sorry. So
0: I call her Gener. Great job. First episode.
1: No, you have to keep your hand up like this. Oh. And then we go like that, and then
0: you do it. There you oh, go. Do it again. Do it again. And then what? Can we do, like, finish or like?
1: No, we're not dabbing. We can go. We can go. No, we would do what you're doing, so boom, boom, and then we show you like that.
0: All right, great job. Until next time, we appreciate you guys joining us today, whether it was on YouTube or on all audio platforms. And hopefully we added some value, and that hopefully you feel like this is 30 minutes that you do not want to get oh, back.
1: It's really hot.
0: It is really hot. All right, until next time. Thanks, everybody. Deuces! All right. See y'all soon. Bye. Uh- Peace. Well, that was a whole lot of fun. Thanks again for joining us today, everyone. And if anyone's having a hard time out there, especially the kids, boys and girls, remember you can always call 988. It is the lifeline that is available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. And whether it's an old school hardline or a cell phone, all you do is dial 988. That's nine. 9- eight, And somebody will be there just to listen, to help you through your hard day, and you can also text 988. So there's that option as well if you don't feel like talking to somebody. And one of the things we didn't talk about in necessarily this episode was that I've had six dads in my life, and two of them uh, parted this earth in a way where... It wasn't by natural means, let's just put it that way. So I know what it's like to, you know, go through a hard time, especially when it comes to my dads. And so if any of you, again, are having a hard time out there, uh, please feel free to either send us an email to hashtag girldad at gmail.com or you can call 988 or text anytime, any day of the week, 365 days out of the year. Thanks again, and until next time. Much love, everybody. Peace.